praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not babble like the pagans who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This is how you are to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive men their transgressions, then your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, then neither Will the Father forgive your transgressions? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Have a seat. Who was here at the 11 on Sunday? I know a couple of you were. Okay. Ms. Blanca certainly was back there. Yeah. Sierra, um, what, what happened at the 11? What was special? You don't remember? You had to hold things for me. What was that? Yeah, the people becoming Catholic, that's right. So on Sunday, at the 11 o'clock mass, we had the people that are becoming Catholic this year, most of them in the parish, we had them come to a special mass, and as many people as we could got together for that, and we prayed for them and then sent them to Bishop Johnson, who's the one in charge of the whole church for our part of the state. And he talked to them and then chose them, we say elected, for the sacraments this Easter. So these are the people that are going to be baptized on Holy Saturday night and those that will be coming into the Catholic Church from the outside. And so then we had to go out to this big celebration out at St. Francis with the bishop. And it was a big deal in church, and everybody had to come up and meet the bishop. And then afterwards, so when we, every time we've been here, we have a big, big do in the church that's big and happy. What that happens afterwards? There's a party. There's a party. We even have coffee and donuts every Sunday. So there's, there's a party. And at the party, there was a family who were kind of at the table next to me, and they had a real little one. Like, not even, not even as big as our twos yet. And he was just starting to toddle around. But he'd get like a step and then a step. And then a step and a step. And he walked right over to me, right over, and kind of on my lap. And then put his arms up. What did he want? So when it's like this, held, right? But what he wanted was, can I borrow you? So, you ever help the little one learn to walk? Just like this, right? You have the, the big person has to hold them up so that they can practice. 
But you guys get the idea. You've all done this or seen somebody help a little one learn to walk, right? So the bigger person, whether it's a grown-up or just a bigger kid, holds the smaller person and helps them get their footing, learn how to do what it is they're trying to do. And when we learn how to walk, what do we do a lot? We fall. We fall left, right, and center. We fall all the time when we're learning to walk. That's why when we're first learning to walk, we need someone bigger than us to help us. And that person who's bigger than us, what do they already know how to do? Walk. Yeah, exactly. So they're able to teach us. Jesus today teaches us to walk in our prayer. He holds our hands from up above and gives us a little shove from behind and points us in the right direction so that we know where to go. So what's the prayer that Jesus teaches us today? You just heard it. I just read it to you. Some of you started saying it with me because you know the words so well. Yeah. The Our Father. So Jesus taught us the Our Father. And it's very important, gang, to see why Jesus teaches us the Our Father or, or what happens to cause him to do it, right? What did the disciples say? What did the disciples say? Who was listening to the close? Yes, it's a welcome. Teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. You ever ask anyone, like anyone on purpose, to teach you something? Yeah. What did you ask? In the kitchen. I still remember my grandma teaching me how to make cookies. The first time I helped make cookies. And the first time I helped make cookies, they tasted okay, but they weren't very pretty. They're kind of clumpy and all on one side. And if I'm honest, still, when I make cookies, they usually turn out that way, which is why my sister is in charge of cookies. But when we start to do something, we can't be very good at it. Even if we have a natural aptitude or gift for it, a natural talent that way, it takes time, and it takes practice, and it takes energy, and it takes doing the thing over and over and over again. And most of the things that we learn how to do, we don't even realize we're learning when we're doing The way that you get along with your siblings and your classmates, the way you obey your teachers and, and principal and priest, and the way that you have to apologize when you mess up and you get called on it. All of those are learning. And, 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 and they're all happening because someone is standing over you holding your hands and helping teach you how to walk. Jesus teaches us the Our Father. And from the moment that he taught us the Our Father, it became the central, the most important prayer for his disciples. Because he gave us the words himself. The Our Father's terribly important, which is why we always say it at Mass, and not just at Mass, but right before we receive Holy Communion. And when the priests or the other ministers go out to take Holy Communion to people that can't be here, the last thing they do before they receive Communion, you want to guess? Say the Our Father. You got it. Because, because this prayer ties us to Jesus personally. And Holy Communion, Jesus' body and blood, brings us to communion with Jesus personally. 
So when we say the Our Father, whether it's here at Mass, or in our classroom, or in the car, or at home with our family, whenever we say the Our Father, we're binding ourselves again to Jesus, and we should be thinking about the next time we'll be at Holy Communion, even if we're not old enough to receive yet, because we draw as close as we can to Jesus when we come to Holy Communion. The pattern of the prayer, calling on God as our Father, asking for what we need and promising to do our best, that's what all of our prayers should be like. So just like when we first learned to walk, we didn't get it real right and we fell down a lot, but over time we learned how to walk on our own, so also as we learn to pray, we learn to pray on our own. I talk a lot. I like words. Even when I'm not talking, I'm usually reading something. And so when I pray by myself in the chapel, here in the Adoration Chapel or in the chapel at the priest's house, or sometimes you'll just find me up here at the healer, when I pray, I'm almost always reading a poem. Because that's, that's the way that I pray best, because I like poems. Father Stark, he, he doesn't like poems so much. He's just less of a wordy person. You might have noticed. He doesn't talk as much either. His prayer is often very quiet, but it's very focused, and you can see it in his eyes, what it is that he's doing. Father Smith, different still. He very often is simply quiet, but instead of his eyes being open and focused, he simply seems to go to some totally other place. God has a plan. I am really sorry about the mic today. So we're just going to do this and hope Father's voice holds out until tonight. God has a plan for each one of you. A way for you to pray that's totally unique, totally distinct. A special way for you and God to talk just to each other. But you'll only learn it if you practice. You'll only learn it if you pray. And pray some more. And then pray more after that. If you develop a habit or a pattern of praying, just like you develop a habit or a pattern of walking, or of talking, or of playing. Playing a particular thing or playing anything. And just like some of us are real good at playing ball and others are real good at playing chess, some of us will be real good at praying out loud and others will be real good at praying quietly. Some of us will pray with a lot of words and some of us will pray with just a few. Some of us will pray better with images and some of us will pray better with our eyes closed. The church brings us all together to pray together here because we need all those kinds of prayers. And we need all those kinds of people. Father Stark and Father Smith, because they pray differently than me, help me to pray better. And I like to think that because I pray differently than them, I'm able to help them pray better. And I hope at least some of the time I'm able to help you pray better. But here's, here's the truth, gang. When you're at your best, not just when you're behaving, but when you're really on and when we're here and you're really focused, you help me to pray better. So as we say the Our Father today, here at Mass and throughout the day, and as we continue to pray these next few minutes through this Holy Mass, I'm going to do my very best 
to help you to pray better. Won't you do so with me?